Hello, everybody. Welcome to the A3 Footy Podcast. Uh, in case you're wondering why there's a different voice doing the intro today, that's because Alex Catalano has is left the country. He's fled. He's gone. He, 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 no, he, has, he hasn't actually fled. He's just gone in. He's just gone to Bali for a, a week or so. He'll be back next week. Yeah, a bit of a party boy. But until then, I'm um, I'm sitting in the host chair today. It's me, Alex Doherty, and uh, with me as always is Alex Miller. Yep, I'm not in the host chair because I'm not that brave. So we've left it to somebody with a bit more balls than me. Yeah, <laughs> e- e- even still, I'm not that confident. Um, but but we're here anyway. We've got to do it. Um, I'm gonna say I'm not confident. Gonna say I'm not confident. It's a mammoth kick. <laughs> Nah, I think this will be a very exciting week because we have a lot to talk about. Yeah, it's um, it has been a huge week. Uh, there's been quite a few injuries happening on the weekend. We've got the AFLW happening this this weekend. We'll be running through the season preview for that a little bit later. But but before we do that, let's have a look at some of the uh, the news that's doing the rounds from the week. Uh, Ollie Wine's a very interesting one, Miller. He did his shoulder water skiing. Mm, and it seems to be what happens in the off-season of a lot of the boys. We saw it last year with Jeremy Howe and Jordan Degoe getting injured during the pre-season with cricket. And then Jordan Degoe said he had a fight with his dog, but he had actually in a bar fight. But it seems to be in the off-season, the boys get a little bit distracted and um, they seem to do some boisterous activities which lead to injuries. So I'd be surprised to see Ollie Wines do this because, you know, with the captaincy probably going to go to him sooner rather than later, maybe it does question... Leadership of the club. What do you think? I I honestly don't know. Like this, this just seems like a very innocuous accident. Mm. Like we'll, we'll get to the Alex Vassolo story just shortly. But <laughs> I think with 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 stuff like this, you know, you got to take into account that these footballers have lives outside. Of, That's right. Outside of the game, and you know, water skiing it happens. Yeah, water skiing. You know, it, it's fun. It's not. It's not like a. It's not like you're getting pissed on a no. in a bar and starting to punch on with somebody. No, but I think um, before pre-season, you'd be a little bit cautious with your body, physical-wise, just because of the fact that you don't really want to take that risk of missing the pre-season and the full season at the same time. Yeah. Because then you limit yourself in trusting your teammates and whatnot, and it takes an impact. Yeah, it's... um, Well, Kane Corns has been all, all over it on uh, on SEN the, uh, this week. and it sure has. And... Uh, Ollie, Ollie's brother has come into bat. We've, I've seen the tweets, and, <laughs> and uh, safe to say, there's uh, no no punches pulled. Uh, very uh, few punches pulled. No, uh, it's. I uh, honestly, when, when it comes to stuff like this, I think footballers are allowed to do what they want in the off season. If it happens, it happens. Mm. But I think I think you have to look after yourself, though. You can't just be like, oh, I'm going to go water skiing, have a long before the JLT starts, or because you run that risk of this type of thing happening like every other player. So I, I think they've got a life, obviously, but they have to look after themselves at the same time and their well-being because in the end it's their job to play. So, now, Yeah, I, I, I agree. It happens. It, it happens. But I think Kane Corns, when it comes to stuff like this, he should probably... But uh, <sighs> Like, I know, he gets paid to, I, get, I know he gets paid to have an opinion, but I think... When it comes to stuff like this, you know, it, it's purely accident, and just leave it. Yeah, j- yeah, just just leave it be. I think so. When it comes to when it comes to people like Alex Fasolo, though, he mm. he was uh, involved in a bit of a wrestling match. We joked off air that he was a part of the uh, WWE's Royal Rumble <laughs> off off the air, but uh, not really. He 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 himself got himself a bit a bit intoxicated. Uh, yes, and had a wrestle with one of his mates and ended up breaking his arm. Breaking his arm. He's going to miss quite a few quite. A, Quite a couple of months, I Yeah, they've put on six to eight weeks on the timeline, so he probably will miss round one, 
Um, and then he could come back anywhere between four and five. But it's not a good impression at your new club. Yeah. To tell you that much. Uh, big money signing for Carlton. Now, 350k is not a lot, but for Carlton, it's a small market team that need a rebuild. Um, it's a lot of money you're spending on someone who's going to miss a couple of weeks and not setting really a great example for the younger players. Yeah, I this one kind of stinks for me because yeah, Pasolo's just come to a new club. He's signed. It's reasonable money he's on. Yeah, it's about three fifty, I think. Yeah, so for him to do something like that, he hasn't even played a game for Carlton yet. No. That's setting a that's pretty poor start. No, it's not good, especially from someone of his like experience as well. He's been around the league about five years, so you think he wouldn't know better. Yeah, I, um, I, I think yeah, I think yeah. A lot of people should understand that a lot of the a lot of these younger Carlton players they're going to look up to him. Now. They're, they're looking. At, they would look. Bit, yeah. But um, it's good to see him come come out on social media and apologise for his actions. But yeah. honestly, you you you're better off not doing that. Full stop. Yeah, I think so. But anyway, like I said, stuff does happen. Um, and then Connor Blakely Ooh. done the string. Now, it's obviously pretty serious because they've listed a timeline of 12 to 14 weeks. And we know Kaz on here, but he would not be happy as last week. You guys would all be aware that he listed him as his most exciting player to see in the JLT. Yeah. Um, he will not be seeing him in the JLT or at all maybe during the season. That's a big blow for Freo, though. He, he did have quite a few uh, choice words on the chat yeah, he was during the happy. week. He, he was not happy. I think it's a really big blow considering the loss of Lockie Neal. And um, I think just they needed they need support for Fife. And the last thing they need is a, one of their better young midfielders is only 22 to go down because he's been around three years now and I think would have had a big year this year. So a big loss for Freo. Yeah, that certainly doesn't help Fremantle's cases one no, bit. No, um, it's them hard. As you said, with also for Solo's injury, I think that that now brings up Carlton's preseason injury toll to six, the half dozen. Mm. They're already um, losing players before the season started. You know, I'm telling, I'm telling you what, Adelaide will be flicking, kicking their heels. And they will be pleased to see that if they want that pick. First pick's almost as good as theirs. They just have to rely on Gold Coast and not be so miserable. <laughs> Spe- speaking of the Suns, uh, Tuke Miller yes. was endorsed by uh, the great Stewie Jew yep. during the week as the next leader of the Suns. What do you reckon about that, Miller? I think that's. Pretty good. I think Took's been around for a while. He was a steal in that 2014 draft yeah. when they picked him up. So he would be roughly probably about 22 now, like four years. Yeah, years, yeah he'd be 22, 23. So I think it's very young for a captain, but we've seen it before in the past. And I think with the Suns' young core, I was surprised because I was thinking um, David Swallow was going to get it. Yeah, I, I, I thought that too, but I'm not. Like I'm not too disappointed about Tuke Miller being. I'm captain. not disappointed. I just think it's a bit young, but I think obviously Stewie's shown some faith in him. <clears throat> I think Tuke's prepared to stick around for the long haul as well. So I think um, it's a pretty good choice because he, we know he's a good player on the field. Um, the questions this year obviously will be about his leadership because we don't. I don't know anything much about um, if he's captain at a junior level or anything being part of a leadership group. So uh, it'll be testing times, but I think he can withstand the challenge. It'll be tough. I think I think I did read about I think I did write about it a while ago when we did when we did the uh, 2014 mm. draft or my, or my mock draft of the 2014 draft yeah. that um I think I, I think I listed on it that Tuke Miller did have leadership qualities yeah so I think he, he he's a really good player like and I think it's going to be very interesting to see what happens like you mentioned you know he's going to be young to be a captain yeah I think back to when Melbourne appointed Jack Grimes and Jack yeah, Tren right. Jack Trengove as co-captains. Like what was it now? About seven years ago. Yeah, a while ago now. Yeah, 
It only feels like a couple of years ago. Yeah, both those blokes aren't on the list. <sighs> how, how sad is that? Very. Um, but but it's going to be interesting because I think Took Miller is a very tough young man. Hmm. He, I reckon he's he's as good a leader as David Swallow is. I think so. And um, obviously, the best way to lead is by playing your best you can on the field. I think if Took has nearly as good a year as last year, if not better, um, I think the Suns players will hopefully rally around that and respond. So I think it's a good. Good um, appointment by Stewie. I like it. Yeah. Uh, well, it's not not official yet. Uh, the AFL website has just said that it's a um, Stewie Jew has endorsed. Well, you'd think so, though, if he says that. Yeah. You probably will get the role. So that's um, – I like that. It's good for the Suns. It makes a statement sort of like we're going young and we have faith in this young man that he can lead our team to bigger and better things. Right, yeah. Before we get into the AFLW stuff, uh, Millie, you wanted to point. You, Millie, you wanted to highlight three rookies from the JLT that you're keen on. Yeah, so um, I just got a couple listed down. Obviously, I'm going to go with the number one pick, Sammy Walsh. Yep. Well, now, you, well, you can't go wrong with that one. No, you can't. Obviously, we've all talked about it before. He's a ready-made body. The kid looks like he's just built to play football. Um, apparently, his football intelligence is something that that's really as high as well. His IQ is just really, really good. He's just switched on. About where to stand. Um, the big questions will be on his defensive work rate, I think. Um, but we know he's got a good tank. So if he can get up and down the field and work hard to get back and support that Carlton backline, which looks a bit diminished at the moment, <laughs> um, he'll be very good through the JLT. I've gone for Ben King from the Saints. Now, he probably won't play. You mean Max King? Max King, sorry. <laughs> ben King's up at the Saints. Ben well, King's don't worry. He'll be, he'll, he'll be at the Saints soon. Yeah, probably. Anyway, wrong around. Right, write it down. I looked at them. <laughs> um, Maxi King. So he's a big one because he's at injured. He won't play probably until round one if he's fit uh, with his hamstring. It's a low-grade hamstring. So I think he'll be good if I compare him with McCartan when he's fit. And then the last one, I've got a bit biased with Jack Ross, the Tigers. Now, he probably won't play JLT, but... You like Jack Ross. I do because he's a big-body midfielder, and that's what we missed, I think, in a while. We've got a lot of good outside players that can sort of extract the footy, but... We need someone to go win it, and I think Jack Ross, he might play a couple of games on the back end of the year if the Tigers are uh, going to rest some players for a finals campaign or something like that, hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, so I'm excited to see him. Who have you got as your three? Well, you've, you've kind of put me on the spot here, but um, I think one, one player I'd love to see from the Bulldogs at the moment is Jordan Sweet. Yep. Now, the Bulldogs' ruck stocks aren't exactly the greatest at the moment. Our, yeah. our number one ruck at the moment is a key defender. Uh, the second best ruckman is a pro- prospect player. He's still he's still waiting to um big Tim yeah big Tim he's uh he's still he's still got an, he's still going to need to put on a few kegs to mm, be, to hold to hold down that number one ruck spot. But yeah. I, I have confidence that he will that he will get there one day. I think so. Trengove's last month has been good. Mm. Um, last month last year it was good when Beveridge tried trialed him as a ruck. I reckon you can almost play him anywhere on the ground, Trango. If he'd be a walk-up start in their 22. I think so. But Jordan Sweet's an interesting one because he was plucked from the Sandful. Yes. Uh, mature age recruit. Now, he was, now, he's a big boy. He can kick. Mm. Um, I think he, he'll he get some game. He should get a game, at least one game in the JLT this year. And Especially he, with the light, rut stock, light ruck stocks you have with light, um, Tommy Campbell going and Roughhead. Yeah. There's a big hole there. Yeah. Um, so I think definitely. That's, yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting one there. Um, if, oh, geez, you've actually put me on the spot here at the moment. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to, 
I think Portugal recruits are going to be very interesting mm. to look at. Um, I was actually going to have Rosier. Yeah, Ro- Ro- Rosie, Rosie, Rosie's a very versatile player. Mm. And to watch him, Zach Butters, and Dersma, Xavier Dersma, they're, they're, they're all going to feature in Port's round one team next I think year. So. I don't think they'll play finals next year, but I think those three guys will feature very heavily in their campaign this year. Yeah. Um, and finally, I thought, I reckon, I, I reckon Jack Lukosius. Have a look, we'll have a look at Jack Lukosius for a second. I think this was a man who a couple of, a couple of months ago was likened to Nick Rewell. The yeah. way he the way he runs up the ground, the way he can kick for a man his size. He's yeah. like, he's he's one ninety five one one ninety six centimeters. He he is a he he's been touted as a once in a generation type player. I think he can be though as well. I reckon he can. If if he can stay at the Suns, he could be just what they need. He could build a dynasty. They, they they could build something around there. And I know it's very early to call it. <laughs> But I reckon he'd be one player. Like you, you think you think of when Rewalt came to the Saints yeah. all the, all those years ago. He came from Queensland, or yeah, and and he and he stayed there. And Saints were not good. No, nah. um, well, he had offers to go to Collingwood as well when they were in their prime and stuff. And yeah, Rewalt, so I have no doubt he had offers. He would have offers to go oh, almost almost anywhere. Yeah, he probably would have. But I. I know. I know. We jested uh, a while back that you know those two might be on their way back to South Australia <laughs> in a couple of years. But honestly, I honestly hope he stays up at the Gold Coast and I hope so as and, well. and, and gives them a bit of um, security. Yeah, it gives them a bit of security because right now they 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 are pretty much a laughing stock of the AFL. I think so. But I if if, if, it, if it wasn't for them, Carlton would be no doubt. <laughs> but times have changed on the AFL, and obviously it's hard to see more. Uh, one club players due to the salary implications and free agency and trade stuff. So hopefully he can stick around up there. It's yeah. Um, also, Isaac Ranking is going to be a really good player too. I think so he he'll be in their round one team. No doubt about that. I think they both will. Yeah. Him, definitely. them, Ben King, McLennan. Yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll all play. Yeah. They'll all play. They all will. Um, Anything else you want to discuss about the men's before we... Uh, not that I can think of, no. Before we venture over to the AFLW? No, might as well pop over there. Alrighty then. So, how, how is your knowledge of AFLW? I have, I did task you with this during the week. It is, it is rising. I've been given some homework by my teacher. and uh, No, I've been, uh, I've been looking up some stuff and I think I've got just enough. Mate, John Clark's not here. <laughs> but, um, no, that, that's good because we're going to go through all ten teams. I uh, ho- Hopefully... Hopefully not too long, but yeah, we'll, we'll go through we'll go through all, all ten teams briefly, and then we'll run through the matches this week this weekend. The AFLW is of course beginning beginning th- season three. It's um it's going to be it's like we we mentioned this last week. It's gonna, it's going it's going to get better with every season. It is, and like is definitely, I I don't like I don't understand people who 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 rant on about social media and say that it's boring or they'd rather watch grass grow like. <laughs> To me, that's just ignorant. It is, but you know, we're in a time of ignorant people. <laughs> yeah, well, people are entitled to their opinion. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We'll, we'll get we'll get started with um yes. with the season pre with uh team by team preview. We'll go. We'll start now. We'll go th- alphabetical. We'll go alphabetical. We'll start with the crows. Yes. What, what do you What do you reckon about them, Miller? They look They look pretty good in the. Pr- in their practice game a couple of weeks ago, they did. I actually did have to look up some highlights last couple of nights, but I think um, they look really strong. Obviously, they've been pretty competitive. Um, obviously, have the best player in the comp, arguably, in Aaron Phillips, who's yeah. won the AFLW Best and Fairest in its first season. 
Um, Chelsea Randall. Now, I'll get your opinion on her, though. She had some huge numbers last year. 15 disposals, five tackles, and three marks. She is an absolute... That's average for her career. And she... Yeah, go on. She is a superstar. She is an absolute star of the game, Chelsea Randall. And deservingly won their best and fairest last year. Um, it's a good duo between those two, though, Phillips and Randall. I really think that's a nice... Yeah. They complement each other really well. Yeah, those two, of course, obviously co-captains this year. Yeah. Um, I, I think Ebony Marinoff's another one that I really, really like watching. Yeah. She's, uh, she's a real contested bull. She averaged 11.7 tackles last year. That's mad. She, that, that, <laughs> that, inclu- mad. that included a 21-tackle game. I, I think it was against GWS. That's like the Jude Bolton numbers. Well, it actually, well, it's, it, that set the record for, yeah. for the tackles in any in any AFL level game. Mm. So she she's an absolute beast in the middle, uh, she, and yeah, she's she's probably one of my favourite players outside of the doggies right now. Um, how do you think? How, before you, no, no, go on, go on. I think Renee fourth. Oh yeah. How do you? How important will that addition be? Do you reckon to the Crows this year? That's got, it's going to be a huge addition. I, obviously, Renee Fourth was a marquee player for GWS in the first year. Yep. Didn't play that year because no. of recovering from injuries. From knee injuries, yep. she played a couple of games last year, but she didn't really didn't really look at home. So I think this I reckon with a preseason under her belt now, she played a bit of football for our Northern Territory in the VFLW last year. Yep. I think she's going to be she's going to be a really good recruit for him in uh, this this offset uh, this season. Uh, Quite, quite, a, quite a few draftees as well. Chloe Shear, really impressed in the practice game a couple of weeks ago. I like the look of Elsie Jones. Oh yeah, Eloise Jones. She, she, Jones. I think she was. Uh, I think she was their first pick last year in the twenty seventeen mm. draft. Well, she could be their rising star for that team this year. I come over the. Yeah, yeah I, I really like her. She's she's going to be um, something to watch. Uh, uh, how, how do you reckon Adelaide are going to go with their uh, ruck? Ruck um, issue because we, yeah, we, 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 we meant yeah we mentioned that last week. Matt, Rihanna Metcalf went down with a knee injury. She's their number one ruck. Hmm. It is going to be tough. I think it really will. It's going to be like the men's though because now we're seeing this day and age. Do you need a really good ruckman? So obviously we know the Crows midfield is full of talent, and yep. I think losing losing that ruck is going to really impact them. And I think it will either they'll either just rove to the opponents. Uh, balls, or they're going to have to work harder and just find someone. It's going to be who do you even think will fill in that role? Because uh, you look at the list. Well, I had a look at the teams last night, and we'll go through them soon. Mm. Um, Jess Foley was listed as a ruck. Now she came; she was recruited in the draft last year. Yeah, uh, former basketball former basketball oh, player. Um, I watched her game in the practice game. She uh, a couple of weeks ago. She played really well as an intercept defender. Mm. Um, she looks more comfortable in that role, I think. I, th- I think so, but I think now with with, with Matthew Clark losing her best ruck, uh, his best ruck, mm. it's gonna it's gonna give people like Jess Foley a chance to play ruck, and if she struggles there, it's probably gonna impact their mids. Yeah, and how, how their mids greatly? How how impactful on the game they are, really? Because like you said, it's always well known if you don't win the ball, you can't win the game. So <laughs> if you can't pump it down forward, it's gonna be tough. So I totally agree with that statement. Though. It will be extremely tough. Um, what do you reckon? What do you reckon they'll finish in the uh, in common say? They, they've got a they've got a re- they've got really tough opposition in that they group. Do. They've got they've got the Bulldogs, they've got North, they've got Melbourne, and to a lesser extent Fremantle. But I think they can finish second. It really does depend on how how quickly North's team can gel. Yeah, but I think the Dogs. I think that, well, second or third. I think the Dogs 
probably would finish second. So I'd say third, probably for Brisbane. Yeah, um, I think I think the Crows will finish second in that conference. Yeah, they're they're, they're, they're very they're very, it's a very good team. Like you're a very good team. It's just very nice. They're a very good team, and what they do probably depends on also Sarah Perkins. We haven't mentioned she's no. a, she's a she's a very influential player in that team, and if she can get a good run at, good run at it. She will, uh, the crows will benefit greatly. So let's we'll go into the Brisbane Lions now. They're in yes. They're in Conference B. With Craig, old mate, old mate, old mate Craig Starfish. Uh, they've gone through. Um, they've got a new captain in Leah Kaslov. What do you yes. what, what do you reckon about that, Miller? Look, it's a bit strange. I can't remember who their captain was last year. Was it um, Emma Zilke? That's it. I, that's, I don't know why you you don't usually change captains unless they're sort of on the back end of their career or anything, but she's still on the list, so I just, I don't know. I, I, I think it gives Zilke a, a bit of a bit of freedom to do to do what she wants as, as a... Maybe as concentrate a, a bit more. Yeah, yeah concentrate more about, stuff. more about, but but I agree, it's, um, it was a bit strange, but I like Leah Kasler as, as a player, and I think she's a pretty good leader as well. Yeah. Um, Lauren Arnell came into the system, uh, came, in, came into Brisbane in the off-season, mm. former Carlton captain. She's going to, um, I reckon she'll be... Uh, add a bit of experience to say the least. I, I, she'll add experience, but I think she'll add a bit of midfield depth to that team as well. Mm-hmm. She fell out of favour with the Blues last year for some strange reason. Because I, th- I, th- I, st- I think she still has a bit of football to go. I think so. Um, Emily Bates. Emily Bates. She's a talented player. Very um, talented. I like the look of her. I look, watched up a bit of her mixtape highlights last night. She looks like she's got, you know... Best footy ahead of her, to say the least. But she keeps improving. Uh, sky's the limit. And uh, oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> didn't what? I, I thought I had one more listed here. No, no. No, it's all right. Um, well, Craig Starswich made it known during the off season that he wasn't happy with North pillaging his players. Now, Caitlin Ashmore, big one. Brittany, Ga- Brittany Gibson, Brittany, Bl- yeah. uh, Talia, Ra- Talia Randall, and Jamie Stanton. All four of them. Very crucial pieces to Brisbane's grand final teams over the last couple of years. Does this will, will this impact Brisbane's season? I think so. Obviously, we know how good they were playing in the final against Adelaide in that first season, and they've been there before. You know, there's a very talented team there still, but like you said, they've lost a lot of good players. Um, but it will be hard because, like you said, that conf- that is. It, are they divided to conferences? Is that what you're calling yeah. them? Yeah, divided. I think the, it's a pretty, it's a, like the exact same conference as Adelaide, so it is. Oh, um, no, no. They're no, they're in the other one, sorry. They're in the other one. They're, I reckon. They're with um, GWS. GWS, Carlton, Collingwood, and New Melbourne. Yeah, that's right. So, I reckon. They could finish third, though. I, I, I have. Second. The, I, I still think they're going to, I still think they'll be a top two team in that conference. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of question marks on both Carlton and Geelong. Yeah, um, definitely. We'll get to Carlton very, very shortly. Uh, Collingwood, I don't expect them to do much. I think they'll they'll, they'll imp- impress a little bit, but I don't think they'll play finals. No, I don't think so. But I think Brisbane still have a list that's capable of playing top two, of, of finishing top two in that in that division. It, it, it definitely can strengthen. Uh, one player that will come back is uh, Sam Virgo, who I was really, really keen on when she started started um, a couple of years ago. I went yep. actually went to a Melbourne Brisbane practice game a few years ago, up at the MCG, yeah. and she was one player that kind of stood, stood out to out. me. That kind of stood out to me as a, as a defender. She has no fear for she doesn't fear her own safety, mm. which I, I think is really awesome for a defender. I think 
and she missed she missed all of last year with a knee injury, and I think that kind of hurt Brisbane's chances a little bit. But I think with her back in the team, they can be good. Yeah. They, they, they've got they've got a couple of young they've got a couple of younger players coming into, coming into the system now. Like I'm really impressed with the likes of Mackenzie Dowrick, Lauren Bella, Jordan um, Jordan Zanketa, who Zanketa. didn't I don't think she played much last year. but... No. But I, I still think she's a very... But she's a former top 10 pick, so... I, I still think she's a really talented player. So I think with those with those young girls coming up to the system, I think Brisbane are still still have the talent... Yeah, I agree. ...to I be a top just, two. I, I don't know. I just looked on, on the face of it. They have lost a bit, but I, I still think they can be a pretty good team, yeah. We'll, we'll have a look at Carlton. We'll fly um, down from Queensland down to Melbourne. Yes, Carlton. Yes. Um, well... They're, they're going to be an un, they're going to be an unknown entity this year. It's going to be real. I don't know, like Brianna Davy coming back from injury. Yeah, they'll be really big and help. You know how high they can rise at the ladder. But like you said, they're sort of like almost like a mystery pack because yeah. you look at the team and it's sort of it's 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 yeah. That, 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 sorry, they were they were two and zip when Davy went down last year. Yeah, and from then they lost a lot. The, the next five. Mm. Uh, Obviously, we know how good Taylor Harris is as a talent, yeah. just a machine. I, I think she's a very talented athlete, but she has to prove herself this year. I think she can. I think if she gets better service, she can be yeah one of the best forwards in the comp. They're, they're saying that they're going to play Bree Davy more forward this year. What do, you, what do you reckon about that? That's a bit surprising because you think, I suppose they really did struggle last year scoring-wise, but she looked really comfortable where yeah. she was. And I yeah. just think, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not a huge fan on any anyone switching positions unless they have to. But well, I suppose um, Daniel Harford, the coach, knows best. New, new coach Daniel Harford yeah. taking over from he knows best, so. from, from Damien Keeping, who I think was criticised last year for for his um, slow ball movement style. Mm. I think have, I, Bree Davy went forward in that practice game against Geelong a couple of weeks ago, kicked four goals. So, yeah, so she she can kick them, no doubt about that. I think Nicole Stevens as well, you talked about how sort of underwhelming Taylor Harris was last year. I think Stevens was another one. Oh yeah. I think she needs to really she I think she knows as well how good she is and she needs to pick up that standard in order for Carlton to have any sort of chance of making, you know, a higher table run. I I really liked Nicola Stevens last year. Uh, mm. a couple of years ago when she played at Collingwood, she won their B and F. Um so yeah, like her, she really came down to earth last year. But I don't think it's entirely her fault. I think the whole team as a whole just struggled, and I think part of that came down to the influence of Bree Davy. Yeah, I mean, she she's she's a really good leader, really good player. And it's obviously still uh, I can't remember the struggle pronouncing this. Darcy Vessio. Vessio. There you go. Was she, she she was another one who struggled, but again, not not really her fault because the midfield got. Decimated. No, but last year, yeah, she had a down year last year compared to her first season. But yeah, yeah I still think she she's a really good player. I'd have her up there. Yeah, I, I really think so. So yeah, I don't know where Carlton will finish. Probably, seriously, it could be anywhere between bottom to third. <laughs> yeah, seriously, uh, because it's just like you said, there's just such a mixed bag. Yeah, um, they have the opportunity to finish anywhere. I think they're going to surprise a few teams this year. I think. Where they, do you reckon they'll finish? I think they'll finish third in their conference. They're going to be above Geelong and they're going to be above Collingwood. Yeah, um, that's a fair fair assumption. Look, I think when it comes to new coaches, you can like they're either going to be they're either going to be starting new or they just need a breath breath of fresh air. And I reckon this this is going to be like, this this is a really talented team. Let, let, yeah, there is. 
and they finished. I think what was it third or fourth in the first fourth first year. In the first year, and uh, most most of their players are still there. Still there. Mm. Uh, they've added in. Taylor, it's a very similar. They've added list. in Taylor Harris. They've added in Nicholas Stevens. If anything, they've upgraded the list. Um, Matty Prasparkas is going to be a really good player, mm. and I and I think uh, Abby McKay, who is the daughter of uh, Carlton legend Andrew. Shit, that, like that, those 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 sort of players are going to just get better, yeah, and that team but, will get better. I agree, and, but, uh, and, I, and I think they're going to impact Carlton's, Carlton's group straight away, mm. or, uh, especially Prisparkus. I think she's probably the favourite for the for the rising uh, the rising star. Yeah, this I year. think so. That's a pretty good pick. We'll, uh, we'll go to the rivals now. Yep, we are. Carlton, you always think of one team, and that tends to be which team, Doc? Oh, uh, seems to be the Pies. Seems to be the Pies now. They've drafted well. I like what they've they hit the draft pretty hard this year. I like Jordan Allen. She oh, looks really tasty. Like, really, really good. Really, really good. Uh, yeah, I, I do like Jordan Allen as well. She's uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I reckon she's quite. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. just kidding. She's um, oh, as Bruce would say, delicious. Delicious, yeah. But yeah, I, I like Jordan Allen. She's a really good player. Um, Very crafty. Katie Lynch is another Katie one. Katie Lynch, who who impressed in the practice game. And Lauren Butler. I'll get you, Butler. I really like Lauren Butler. <laughs> yeah. She looks like I, I think she could be. She's like they're all like under twenty, so they're all only going to get better. But I really like Alan because I think the reason I say Tacey, she reminds me like Cyril, that crafty sort of yeah surprise. I don't know, and that to me is intriguing to watch. Possesses a bit of X factor. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I'm looking for. So <laughs> I think, and um. Darcy uh, Gutridge. Yeah. We talked about her off air. Obviously, missed the whole season last year. Yeah. How good can she be this year, do you reckon? I reckon she, she, she'll she she'll slot into their round one team right away. You think so? I yeah. reckon she's a really really good user of the ball off halfback. Mm. I think there's going to be, like, unless, unless there's another injury in there, I think she, she'll... I reckon she'd be up, she'd be up there for a rising star. I think so. Obviously, well. broken collarbone as well. Pretty serious injury, nonetheless. But yeah. hopefully, yeah, she can get back. They did lose a lot of players in North, though. Yeah, Doc. They, they were they were they've been absolutely decimated with um. Jess Duffin being the big one. Jess Duffin is a really good player. But like all, all these players here, uh, they're all they're all the, they're all in their they're all in their best twenty-one last year. Yeah, uh, Mo Hope, um, Jess Duffin, as you said. Jasmine Garner. Jasmine Garner, Emma King. Emma King's a really Chloe Malloy's out for the year with a foot injury. Yeah. And, oh, there was somebody else in there I put in. Uh, Christina Bernardi as well. Yeah. Who, who, went, who went to GWS. She, she had a career best year uh, last year, and she's gone. So this 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 is going to be a side that's going to be predominantly youth. Mm. So I don't, I don't see them making much inroads. I think they will impress, but I, I have them finishing fifth in, in the – in their conference. Yeah, I think anywhere fourth, fifth. I think Lambert, another one. If she can, if Jamie Lambert can sort of really, really put her foot down, I think it'll be pretty, it, it could repel them a bit higher than fourth, but I think, yeah, fourth is probably where I'd have Collingwood. It, it, it is it is a big shame because I think Collingwood found found rhythm at the right, at the uh, the end of last season when I think they won three of the last four games. Yeah. And the, and the one game that they lost was to the Bulldogs by about seven points, and that was a really close. Yeah, game. that was. I remember that one. Um, one more thing before we move on to we fly off to Perth. Yes, before, before we uh, fly overseas to Perth. Overseas. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Sh- Shani Layton, former netballer, mm. 
what do you, what do you reckon her role will be for the uh, Collingwood team this year? I think either she will take on a real sort of project, like she will be development over time. But I think she she seems to be she seems to know the game pretty well, considering she hasn't played much at all. Because I did watch um, some of the scrimmage or. What are they called? What are the practice, scrimmage practice match things highlights? Call it scrimmage, call it a scratch match. Yeah, call, whatever. Call, call, call it what you like. I think she looks like she could She could be something this season, but if not, if she gets a bit of development, she could play a couple of games here and there, but she could play the whole year. Uh, depends really how Collingwood cut, I yeah. guess. What do you reckon? I think she will play round one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if That's she'll... Cool. I don't know if she'll play... I don't know if she'll play every, every game. Every week, yeah. Actually... The team, the teams are in front of me. I'll Here have, we go. He's got we'll, the teams in front of you. Team, let's have a look if she is playing. Yeah, yeah, she is playing. Um, she's playing rough. Um, yeah. So, look, I, I reckon she, she, she's still very athletic. Yeah. I, and I think she showed in her um, practice, agile, very agile. I think she showed in a practice game that she will, she will compete for every loose ball there is. Yeah. So, as long as she does that, I think Colin will be very happy. I think definitely because like skills will develop over time, but you know effort and stuff you want from day one. That's good. I reckon, like you said, she'll be she'll be right in a month to, to say the least. Now we can fly. Now let's go overseas to free medal. <laughs> we'll go overseas. We'll go overseas to free medal. Uh, Trent Cooper, new coach, tr- new coach Trent Cooper. A lot of new coaches this year. No, just uh, no, three. Just, well, yeah, just the two. The two from the original. I thought there was the two from the original, and then you got the other two from, yeah, that's from right. Geelong and North. So. Trent Cooper um, taking over from Michelle Cowan. Um, what do you what do you reckon? What do you reckon about Fremantle this year? Well, Antonia Ebony Antonia. I like her. She looks like she's going to be. I reckon she she won their best and fairest obviously last year. I yeah. reckon she could be top three, top five player in the actual whole AFLW this year. She is very good. I definitely see potential there. Yeah, I. She's not that old, is she? Is no, I don't think so. I think I'm, she. I think I'll she's. Have to look up her age. You can. I think she's in. She's in the prime of her uh, career, Ebony Antonio. Played first two seasons as a key defender. She was actually trialled as a key forward in the practice match against Adelaide a couple of weeks ago, and she actually and she kicked a couple of goals. So, yeah. what role she has this year is? I think she's like we've said, better in defence. What role Where she, is she listed on the team sheet there, though? What role she has is um, it's going to be, be unknown. To have good free LR. but she's but she's playing centre half back. She's playing some mm. half back. I think she is better. But if, how many did she kick? Do you remember? Uh, she kicked a couple of goals. Two or three, yeah. She kicked a couple of goals in a satellite in a practice match. I, I think, uh, yeah, I reckon she's better suited down back. Because I think Fremantle, they've got a really tough group ahead of them. They got they, do. they have they have Melbourne, the Dogs, Adelaide, North Melbourne, and those four will contend for finals. What do you year. reckon about Dana Hooker? Dana Hooker. Uh, she's a great. Player. She had a huge year last year. She had a great play. She she was actually really close to joining the Bulldogs in the off season. Really? Yeah. Like the dogs, the dogs wanted her. She She I think she wanted to go to the dogs, but the dogs didn't really have anything they could offer. Yeah. So well, last year she averaged seventeen point six disposals and four point seven tackles. So pretty much eighteen touches, five tackles a game. She she is an elite midfielder. And she finished runner up last year in the BNF for I'm, the whole comp. I I I I'll tell you what if she was if she wasn't playing in WA and she was playing in Victoria a, yeah she she'd be she'd be raved and ranted about a lot more absolutely she's she's an absolute star talent yeah but I think the problem with Fremantle is they don't have enough midfield depth like aside from Dana Hooker Cara Dinellon's a really good player as well there's there there really isn't much else no they're missing mm-hmm. like Cara Bowers is just coming back from a knee injury she didn't play, she hasn't played 
their, the first two seasons. What about Kelly Gibson? Kelly Gibson struggled with injury a lot mm. uh, last she year. She played one game. Played one game, but won a premiership with Adelaide, of course. Yeah. She, she was a marquee player there. I think she's she's a really she's a really talented player. Is it, the, it really does depend on how fit. Yeah, like if they can get their best players fit and healthy. Oh, there you go. Antonio's twenty-seven. Well, she's in her prime. Yeah. Um, yes, I think if they can get their star players fit, healthy, I think they can actually, you know. Cause a couple of problems. They could cause some upsets for teams. Cause cause a couple of problems with like some Melbourne or North. I don't think they could make the finals. No, they won't. I don't think. I I definitely don't think they will. I have them finishing um, fifth in fifth in the fifth in the conference because, like as I said before, you got you got Adelaide, you got Melbourne, you got the Bulldogs, you've got North, Mm. and all four of those sides will be will be um, up there at the tail end tail end of the season. And we fly back. We're going to go to Geelong. Geelong, Geelong, Geelong. One of the two new expansion clubs this year. Yeah. That's, Paul um, Hood. Do you know anything about him? I do not know anything about Paul. Well, Paul Hood coached Geelong's VFLW side. So there you go. Uh, this, they're going to be um, they're going to be they're going to be the ground unknown here because like North, we know North have poached a lot of talented players from rival clubs. Yeah, Geelong's more. More, starting fresh, almost. yeah, pretty much starting fresh. They brought in a lot of VFLW players. They they did pick up a couple of really good AFLW players as well. They drafted well. I like Olivia Purcell. Yeah, she's a really. She, she looks like she is going to be something else. She's a really good player. Mm. Um, but yeah, they picked up a couple of really good players as well. Like Mel Hickey's going to captain the side. Yeah, uh, Astro Connor's a Premiership player at the Bulldogs. Phoebe McWilliams really really gun forward. Mm. How good could the number one pick be though? Nina, Nina Morrison. Nina Morrison. How good can she be? I think oh she, she'll she'll be up there. Yeah. She, I reckon I reckon we'll be talking about Morrison versus Prisparkas for years to come. <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> I was going to say like that. That is what will headline the AFLW in a couple of years. Yeah. Like, because that that will be like what Gary was Gary Ablett to who would have been upcoming to who was really competing with Gary in his prime. Oh. Fife when Fife was fit. Remember that year? That yeah, the yeah. Suns were bottom, and he somehow still won the Brownlow. Yeah, geez. I think that's the type of battle, though. You think about two grades, and no, I think I, Morrison I, really does have the potential. I reckon. You, I reckon we can even go say Gary Ablett versus like like a Luke Hodge in the same yep. draft class. Yep, because like because Fife, Fife was drafted years years after. Yeah, um, she averaged twenty one touches last year in the under eighteen champs. Yeah, whew, she's a she's a pretty good player. Um, Sophie Van der Hoover was taken right after uh, Morrison with the second pick. I really like the look of her. She's um, a very extraordinary, extraordinary talent. Yeah, and I reckon, I think she was, she was able to go anywhere really in in, in Melbourne. So I think the cats versatile. Really, I think is, yeah. I think, so the cats really, cats really have a good player on their hands. Also, like they brought in a few ex AFLW players, like players that played for their VFLW team mm. last year. Yeah. But they played AFLW the year before. I, I think of uh, Meg McDonald, who was. Who I thought. Well, I thought showed really showed strong signs at the Bulldogs. Yeah. Um, Mia Ray Clifford played for Melbourne in the first season. I think. I think she's she's a pretty good player, pretty nifty player. Do you know anything about Rebecca Webster? Rebecca Webster. Uh, no, I, I don't really know much about it. But I think Geelong really liked the look of her. I think. Yeah. I, I think I, I think I had her going in the top. Top two rounds in the in the AFLW draft, a few, yeah, a few months ago. But um, it it's 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 a solid list. I think I think they can they can compete. 
I think what they showed against Carlton a couple of weeks ago in their practice game is that they will. They won't be any. They won't be pushovers. No. But I think they won't make the finals. I don't think. No. But but I think with the, uh, the the young talent they've got here, I think they they're going to be. Um, they won't they won't be a force right 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 away. But I I say give them a couple of years. I think they'll they'll probably challenge. Yeah. They'll they'll challenge that. No yeah. I think so. I have them finishing fourth. In, in conference B. They could, they could finish third. They could. They could easily finish third. Like, I think so. Have Carl- Carlton Geelong finishing third or fourth, they could sw- they could swap spots easily. Mm. Um, now we're going to fly off again. We're flying... <laughs> we are flying back... The giant land. Flying back to the Giants. Um, so, what do we know about GWS? They were very, very good last year. Last year. They were good. They were a game away from playing off in a grand final. I think so. Yeah. A, a year after they finished bottom of the ladder. Mm. So, That's... I think... Big turnaround. So I think, I think it's all the opposite of Frio when they finish it and play the grand final and they went to the bottom. <laughs> years well, I really, like, I really like this Giants team. I it is a very st- sort of st- not as stacked as North, obviously, but really good team. They haven't lost. They haven't lost. They haven't, m- lost, they haven't lost much. They, they they lost Phoebe McWilliams, and that's about it. Yeah, but I think it is a blow. But like you said, it's it, such a good team already. It, it's a blow, but they've brought in Christina Bernardi from Collingwood, who had a yeah. really strong year up forward. Yeah. So I think I like the look of uh, Jordy Hicks. Jody, oh Jody Hicks, yeah. Jody, she looks so. She looks really like she had a good year last year up forward. And I think if she can up her workload and put even, I'm gonna, I will be expecting a lot from her. Yeah, I think she can be really dangerous. Um, she's obviously she was the first round pick, and then she kicked six goals last season, Ooh. and then went a bit off and on. But she looks really good. Um, who else? Hetherington. She's she's a really good player. Matu- she was a mature age, very experienced as well. Like she's mature age recruit last yeah. year, but she 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 slotted in seamlessly. It'll be it will be tough though for her. I th- I think their midfield is at at the at the top of their game right now. Yeah, yeah. You, you have a look at Courtney Gum, Alicia yes. Eva, Jess Dalpos, Emma Swanson will play midfield minutes. But then you add in Elise Parker as well. Who some Courtney Gum's thirty seven. She's thirty seven and she's playing some. And she won the BNF. Last she, year. she won the BNF. She's playing the best football she's yeah she's playing right now. But you also could add in young Elise Parker, the youngest player on their list. Yeah, their first oh. dra- the first draft pick last year. She's an, she's an extraordinary talent. She is, extraordinary and and if talent. and if it wasn't for this whole like you know recruiting zone, she would have she'd be a top three pick easy. Yeah, easy. she'd be a top three pick easy. I think. Some people compared her to Dusty Martin. She yeah. lo- lo- loves a fend-off. She does. Uh, what, what, what did you have to say? Uh, just going back to Gum real quickly, she was top, she was top five in the players' average for um, contested possession, ball ground gets, and inside 50s Four. slash 40s clearances. Four, that's going to be good. Like, 37-year-old in the top five in the league. Mad. That, uh, she, she's an extraordinary player. And uh, where do you reckon the Giants will finish? Oh, they'll be number one. They'll be number one in the conference. They're, they're number one in the conference. Easy. Like mm. right now, like they dismantled Brisbane in the practice match a couple of weeks did. ago. Now I know it's only a practice match. We can't read too much into it. But the but I've seen bits and pieces. They just look so clinical with the footy. Yeah. And watching players like I think Hanin Zraka is uh, the first will be the first Muslim player to play AFLW. That's fantastic, isn't it? She 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 looks like she's going to be a really good player. She got cut from the list last year. Mm. Got redrafted in the tail end of of the draft last year. It's really good to see that. 
I think that, and 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 we haven't even mentioned uh, girls like uh, Nicola Barr and Amanda Ferrugia, Jacinda Barclay, Rebecca Beeson. It's a really it is filled with good talent. They're no they're no scrubs. Yeah, they'll finish top. They, they'll they'll be they'll, they'll be top of the ladder easy. They'll I reckon they'll, they'll even be in the grand final. I'm, I'm, it's I'm, called it early. I'm, I'm saying it now. It's called it early. GWS will play in the grand final. There you go. There you go. Like they'll they'll do something the men can't. <laughs> that's that's hilarious. We'll go. We'll, we'll fly back to Melbourne. Yep. We're gonna have a look at the demons. Yes. So obviously, missing one star there, Daisy. One, one star, Daisy Pierce. Expecting twins very very soon. She still could play probably. No, oh. <laughs> nah, probably not. Obviously. No. No. <laughs> we're, we're not. We're, <laughs> I'm just. No, that's it, it, um, that's it, a big blow though. It's not like the Serena Williams situation. Which, <laughs> but um, but yeah, it is a huge blow. Um, I think they they'll slide a little bit. But I still think they've got talent there to really cause sides like Adelaide and the Bulldogs a few problems. I think Elise O'Day is a really good mm. player, and I think and I think her first two seasons have shown that she's that she's really that she's an All Australian. She's her probably pro- man, I think probably a top ten player, maybe. Yeah. Yep. But this is going to be the year where she she'll have to she, step up. She catapults herself to a. I'd say top five player. I think she will anyway, but she will definitely have to now that Pierce is missing. So, so yeah, like you got you got to, you got to solve the problem. Like, how how do you how do you fill the loss of Daisy Pierce? Like, it's it's yeah, I'd say it's almost impossible though to find a life for life replacement. You're just gonna have to get you're just gonna have to use numbers and just be see who goes where. Obviously, Mel Hickey's another one they're gonna miss. Yeah, they, um, Taylor Hanks though. Tyler Hanks. Tyler. She. She's a gun. She looks like she's got lots of potential. I, I, I won't say ready-made replacement. Is she playing round one? I think she. Oh, she'll play round she one. De- she's just a ready-made midfielder. She'll play round one, but I'll just quickly have a look. Um, she's just ready-made for that midfield role, I think. Well, she's named on the extended bench, so Ooh. so the final final teams won't be named till yeah. tonight. Um, but I think she'll. Nah, she'll play. Ooh. I think you'd, if you're Melbourne, you'd be nuts not not to let her play. No. Um, I reckon Maddie Gay is going to be an interesting one. She came across from Carlton mm. uh, last uh, last off season, um, taken as a rookie, yep. uh, a former netballer. But uh, the demon, the demons were quite keen on her as well when Carlton signed her. So I think ha- having acquired her, I think she's going to bring something to the mid- their midfield. Yeah, she's a uh, she's a pretty pretty decent kick from what from what I've read, mm. and um, she lo- loves a goal. And I think she'll she can rotate between. She'll be she'll be she'll be part of the solution to this. There's quite a few players we can bring in, like Lily Mithin, Kate, yeah. Kate Hoare, Sarah Lampard. It's going to be. I think obviously with you know Daisy being so good, it will be tough to find someone that is going to replace her straight away. Yeah, like she averaged twenty touches last year, five tackles, and four clearances. Like that's elite. So it's hard to find someone that's just going to walk in and. Replace that straight away. She's no doubt a top three player, Daisy Pierce, and having her not in the side is going to is going to hurt. It's going to hurt not ju- not just in the midfield, but in the side as a whole. So yeah. I think she's a really inspirational leader. I don't know where the days will finish. Oh, uh, they could, they'll either finish. Oh, they'll finish third or fourth. I, I I'm thinking third at the moment. They're ahead of North for me because I don't I don't know what yeah. North. What North, North might take time. I don't know what, North, but I, but at the moment I have Melbourne finishing third because I still think there's talent there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think fourth for me. The the mid midfield's going to be a very very interesting to watch, but I think that both 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 ends are pretty settled. I think mm. Talia Talia Raiden came across from Adelaide. She plays 
bit of a key defender yeah. role. She'll she'll fill in what Mel Hickey did, I think. And Mel- Melbourne's Melbourne's got their key forward set up. Tegan Cunningham, Eden Zanker, they're they're going to be they're going to be great players. Zanker looks good. She she I'm surprised she didn't get many games last year, but nah. I, but I think she'll be. Well, she was a high pick in that 2017 draft. She was. I rate I rated it quite highly. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we'll go we'll go next door to North Melbourne. We'll go north to north. So. This team, oh my goodness. It, it, it star-studded team on paper. On but, paper, yes. But until they actually start playing actual senior games, we, yeah. we, we don't know much about them. No. Like, all, all, we can take in, all we can take in is that they dismantled Melbourne in one quarter of a practice game. Yeah. But even then, we even then, like, can't read too much into it. No. But um, it's a very good team. Obviously, we've touched on some of the people. Girls, sorry, like uh, Duffin, Gardner, King... Um, Ashmore, a lot of stars from other clubs, but um, it, it's a pretty, it's it's a good team. It it it's, it is a very good, it's a very good team. Jasmine Grierson, Grierson, yep, played thirteen games for Melbourne over the last two seasons. She's a very handy player. She got traded away to to North last year. This yeah. this off season, sorry. Yeah, she's only twenty, so she has a lot of. I reckon she can be really good. Yeah, I, I really like her upside, and I think she she's a very handy player. Yeah, play she can play you know as a halfbacker, as a as a midfielder, <coughs> forward. I think is yeah. I I think maybe the one problem I have with Northside is how they're going to settle as a midfield group. Yeah, it's a after after Emma Car- the mids, yeah. after Emma Carney, there isn't really like no. Nah. You got Emma Carney, Kate Stanton will play midfield. Uh, sorry, it. Jamie Jamie Stanton. Um, uh, and then after that, I don't know. I don't yeah, it's know. a bit sort of everywhere. It, it, no. it, 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 you know, it's going to take a little bit of um, time. Trial and error, I guess, with some players maybe running through them, like running it, through there. So, like, there's quite, you know, quite a few, um, quite a few talented players in here. Like Jenna Bruton, I really liked watching her as a bulldog last season. Um, or Daria Bannister is another one who yes. I, who I was really keen on. Such a shame to see her cut down. With she a knee injury last yeah, last year, um, I really thought she she had a lot of upside, and I think she I think she she'll play she'll play games. She'll have to watch that knee, but yeah. I think she'll she'll play games. Uh, some of the, some of their um, VFLW players that they brought in, Sophie Abitangelo is one that I really really liked. Uh, watched her game a couple of years ago in the VFLW Grand Final when she mm. played for a Diamond Creek, yeah, and I thought she looked very threatening as a forward. And definitely, I think her game, her game the other week against Melbourne, she kicked a really good goal. So I think their, their forward line is going to be really stacked. But you know, you got you got Mo Hope, you got Garner, Abitangelo will play. Yeah, Daisy Bateman's another one. Their first pick yeah. in the draft last year. She knows how to kick yeah, a goal. So I think they're, they're going to be they're going to be one to watch. They're going to be one to watch. They could be anything. They North could North. be second to fourth. They they could even be first. Like. At the moment, I have them. At the moment, I have them at fourth because there's a couple of couple of couple of concerns. Yep. Midfield's midfield's one of them <coughs> because after Carney, after Stanley, yeah, there's sort of a bit missing. There, there's you know bits and pieces, and secondly, this team has to take time to gel, and how quickly they do it is yeah, going to we'll be determine how we'll, they finish. We'll determine how yeah where they finish. But at the moment, I think it's fourth, but it's not without confidence. Yep. And lucky last, the doggies. The doggies. Reigning champs. Yep. Gonna be gonna be very interesting to see because it'll be tough without Carney. Tough without Carney. Very very tough. It's gonna be gonna be um, it's gonna be very interesting because Ellie Blackburn is a A grade midfielder. Mm. 
and she proved in the first season that she is, you know, as good as anybody. Christy uh, Lamb as well. Kirsty Lamb will have a big year. She's, she she, she, she was yeah. she was a real find last year. Like I wasn't expecting her to be as like a, a real good midfielder. Yep. But I think she'll 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 have another she'll have another step up in her in her development. Um, I'm just trying just trying to have a look here. Katie Brennan as well. Katie Brennan will come back. I hope she has. A, I hope she has a, a, a injury free season. I think her Blackburn can really fill the void left. Yeah, like I think Katie Brennan will play centre half forward for the most part of this yeah. year. But I think until they get. Until they get Izzy Huntington and Brooke Lachlan back yeah, from injury, be... she's probably going to play more, more forward than midfield. But I think you got you got to have a look at some of the other players in Me there. Conti. Like Conti, I hope Conti plays midfield. She, I think she has to though. Just like, considering, like, yeah, like she, she, we we all know she won the uh, best on ground medal in the um, grand final last, last year. year. Um, I watched I watched that game really closely, yeah. and I I turned my brother's like she's like shit this. This woman has Marcus Bond. She's a class of bar- she, she has Marcus Bond and Pelly like qualities. She was uh, better than everyone on that field by a mile. Uh, there was like, such a big gap. Like, like the, the way she just used the footy in those conditions mm-hmm. and the way she just bulked around players, she uh, uh, I'm I'm not even I'm not even embarrassed to say she, she has Marcus Bond and Pelly qualities. Yeah. Uh, uh, what what else we got? Edge Gogus will be another one who I expect to um fill in like they, they, this isn't going to be like a one person job. This is going to be like you're gonna need three or four players to come in and fill the Amakani hole. Yep. But I think, and, and Emma Mackey as well. She Emma Mackey, yeah. Just... She had a great year for Hawthorne in the, v, in the VFLW. Very good I think there's going. To, she she's she was in and out of the side last year. I think she's going to be a. I think like, she, she, she playing round one. Do you know? No, she yeah she is yeah, playing round one. I I did have a look at the tip. I, I did write the teams down last night. Excellent. Like I was writing my preview, but um, they had, they had a listed playing full forward, mm. so that that's interesting. Yeah, that's a bit surprising to me. So, uh, did what, you think that was going to happen? I, I wasn't. I wasn't expecting her to play full. No. But that that's going to change. Like I, I don't expect her to be the stay at home full forward. But oh, it's it's going to be a lot of lot of in, a lot of intrigue in this side. It's going to be ifs and buts for the dogs if. Ifs and buts. It's going. To, it's going to, like where they finish. is going to come down onto who who kick, who helps Katie Brennan kick goals. Yep. Because Lachlan won't be back until the end of the season. No. Izzy Huntington won't be back till the end of the end of the season, pretty much. Yeah, who they going to have down there? Um, like Bonnie Toogood had a good year. Um, last year I think she she was she was quite good as a key forward. Uh, Kirsten McLeod looks a real live wire yeah. as well. So I think they really need her to step up. And I you look at rookie selections like. Rookie selections last year, like Ashley Nutri and Naomi Ferris, yeah, they they were real finds as well. They'll definitely play. They they will play. Um, and also you also you bring in like you know I think they named three three debutants uh, last night. Eleanor Brown, their first their first pick in the draft last year, yep. can run, and I think she's a very smart, yeah, very smart player. Use she knows how to dispose. Very, very smart player. And also thought, oh, Belinda Smith as well, ex Docker. Mm. Uh, also a very good runner, very good user of the yeah. ball as well. I, I, I have the Bulldogs finishing first. Might be a little bit biased, but I, I, I even I think, even without Emma Carney, even without Jenna Bruton or Astor O'Connor, yeah. like, there, there, there's nothing here that suggests that they won't that they will slide. I think the only question will be on their goal kicking. So I have them second. Yeah, the dogs. 
Well, if if Katie Brennan goes down with injury, then they're gonna, yeah, they're in trouble. Then they're in trouble. They're in trouble. But it's just still a lot of um, a lot of not pressure, I guess, a lot of responsibility falls on her. But uh, think, fingers crossed that she gets a good season because mm. she because she's a really good player. She like, is. Like if you if you watch if you've watched enough AFLW or women's football over the over the years, you'll know that she's a damn good player. Yeah. And and I think. The game, the, the game she played, the games she has played, a couple of them, like I, I think back to the game against Adelaide, yeah. uh, not Adelaide, Fremantle. The, the game against Fremantle last year, she nice. kicked three goals in the first half. Oh yeah, I think I remember. That game. Uh, yeah, she 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 absolutely lit them up. Well, so, well, that, that, that's the season preview done. That's um, pretty good. We'll quickly just run through the um, the games this week. Yes, and, the tips, and then uh, we'll call call it an afternoon, shall we? Yes. Um, so we'll we'll start off with the game on. Well, it's on Saturday night. Uh, Geelong Collingwood at Cadinia Park. It's going to be an interesting game. Um, Geelong are, Geelong are going to be without uh, Rochelle Cranston a couple of weeks for um, a rough conduct. So and she, I think she like she's a pretty important piece to their team as well. Mm. I, I still think the Cats will win. Yeah, I I, I like I like the Cats, especially at uh, Cadinia Park. Yeah, like, it's pretty hard to. Like we we don't know how they're going to play, but how they're going to play there. But I think when you look at when you base it on the form, like you, you just got to try and base it on the form. That's right. Uh, I think Ge- Geelong showed a lot in in their practice game against Carlton. I think Phoebe McWilliams could have a few yeah, days. She, she could. I, I I reckon she could. Uh, I think Geelong will win that just because I think they'll be they'll come out a bit fearless, nothing to lose. Yeah, I, I think so too. Put a stamp on the competition. I think Collingwood. I think Collingwood will. Uh, they'll compete. They'll compete. But I think about that. But I think the Cats will be. Um, I think too good. Yep. Uh, the other game on Saturday night is Adelaide and the Bulldogs. This is going to be a cracking game of football, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a dog supporter. Where is it? It's uh, at Norwood Oval, Adelaide. So, I don't know about you, but mm. I think the Crows will win. I don't know. I reckon if the if the dogs can get far, if Caddy can kick a couple. Down forward, Brennan. Yeah. Um, could be a bit of a task, but I think Adelaide just because it's over there. Yeah, I think I think the Crows will win. Not not by much. No. I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be, be a close. real close game. It's gonna be like, under three points. But I think I reckon Katie Brennan versus Chelsea Randall. It's gonna be one of the matchups of the year. <laughs> just just putting that out there. Yep. I think I mean those two have had a couple of um couple of battles already yep. over the years. I reckon it's they're both they're both equally athletic. They're both equally talented. I think they're they're just going to be really, really. It's just going to be really good. Yeah, big good contest. Um. Then Sunday we've got three games. We've got North taking on Carlton at Hobart. Oh, I think North will smack them. Oh, you reckon? Yeah. Oh, I reckon you look at you look at this you look, you look at this North Melbourne lineup. I mean. It's, it's star talent in every line. Yeah, that's why I just think. Even um, though it takes time to gel, I think North will just. Talent always will, will win. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just don't think Carl just um, they're just a step off at North Town. Oh, I reckon the Blues will give them a run for their money. I think mm. you know. What? I reckon Carl. I'm going to go Carlton. Oh. I'm, I'm 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 going to I'm going to I'm going to throw the curveball. I'm going Carlton. Oh God, no, I'm not. Um, <laughs> I I just I just look at the I just look at their lineup. I'm just seeing there's there's a lot of good talent on this list. Like, I yeah, there is. We, but we, I think North are just a step too good. I think, well, I think I think we didn't mention Jade Van Dyke, who won no. their VFL won the VFLW Best and Fairest last, I think, year. last year, and also uh, Amelie, uh, Millie Barden, who played for Collingwood 
another one that ex- another one from the the uh, Bagpie Exodus. Yeah. So uh, look, I reckon Carlton will win. I think it might take a couple of weeks for North to gel, but I think Carlton will win. Yeah, there you go. Um, Melbourne Fremantle at Casey Fields. It's going to be thirty-eight degrees in Melbourne. Oh, I think they'll play perfectly into the Perth girls' hands. Yeah, well, they're used to it. I don't know about this one. I reckon Freo. You reckon Freo? Yeah, I just think Melbourne. They'll just be a bit lost without star talent appears. Yeah. Well, it's got it's got it's got at least so Day and Karen Paxman at half back. Yeah. I don't I don't know about that. Nah, no, that's going to be um, just mind games. They'll be on the ball. Yeah. Surely both of them. No, I, I'd say so. I'd say so. No, I reckon Freo just. I no, I reckon Melbourne. Mm-hmm. I reckon Mel- Melbourne at Casey. It's uh, going to be uh, going to be tough. Going to be tough for Fre- it's going to be a tough year for Fremantle. It will like, be. Like, if, like, well, Fremantle did beat Melbourne last year. They so, did. like, if, if there's going to be a team that Fremantle beats in their own conference, it's going to be Melbourne. Yeah, it'll be Melbourne. That's, that's for sure. That's why I picked them. <laughs> well, good insight there, Battle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then lastly, Brisbane and GWS down in Queensland. Yes. Going to be a like. I know we we touched on before that GWS towed Brisbane up in the practice game, but I think it's going to be a lot. Cl- it's going to be a lot closer than that. I think they would have learnt a lot. Brisbane I, from that game. I agree. And when you consider the fact that GWS also belted Brisbane in the practice game last year, Brisbane um, Brisbane towed them up in in the, yeah, the in, in the season game. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's going to be a really interesting. I'm one. going to go Brisbane. Oh. I reckon that, that Giants team is very good, but I think Brisbane will, would have learnt a lot from that game, and they just sneak over the line. I think they I think they will have learnt a lot, but I don't think that it's going to be enough to beat GWS. I'm, I'm going to say GWS by a couple of kicks. There you go. Well, I think that's all we got. You that's know, it. Got anything else, Dad? No, that was fantastic. Nice. Well, that's it for the A3 Footy Podcast. Make sure you join us, like us on the uh, socials uh, at Facebook, A3 Footy Podcast, Instagram, A3 Footy Podcast. And we'll be on Spotify, we'll be on Audio Boom, we'll be on... We'll be everywhere you we'll, look. We'll be everywhere you look, so we'll, 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 link, we'll link it all up on the socials. Don't worry about that. Yes. Catalan will take, take the host chair next year. What do you reckon, how do you reckon I did? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. He'll be back next week. He'll be back next week. Hopefully. Um, no, that's all right. Does he get malaria or something? Oh, Jesus. I'll be sitting in the host chair a bit more often. <laughs> well, until next time, I've been Alex Doherty. And I've been Alex Miller. And thank you for, thank you for listening, and we will see you next week.